If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. From the Second Amendment Foundation Studio, powered by Beretta, this is the American Gun Show, informing and educating the people of this great nation. Now for your host and defender of your rights, Jason Reeve. And welcome into the Second Amendment Foundation Studios right here from North Jetson, Indiana, a well-regulated militia be necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. This is the American Gun Show, powered by Beretta on the TAC-X microphone. I am your host, Jason Reeve, the voice of freedom. How the heck's everybody doing today? Man, oh man, what a day, what a day, what a day. What a day a difference, uh, what a day a week makes, right folks? Here we are talking about all the goofy stuff that's been going on. And here we are, second impeachment trial. And Donald Trump was acquitted as to be expected. Now, of course, we did have seven uh, Republicans, uh, fake Republicans, rhinos, who voted for impeachment. So I'm sure that their political career will probably be over when they come up for re-election. Of course, we'll have to wait and see. But... If you guys want to get a very good take on what happened during the impeachment trial, I highly recommend you guys go and listen to Centerpiece tonight. Uh, Mina May, who is my co-host on Current Pulse, she filled in for Nick, who was out, and she did a tremendous job explaining the whole debacle that is the Trump impeachment. So... If you guys really want to get into that, uh, please go listen to Centerpiece. It was a great, great show. Uh, 
I got something here that I, I, I wasn't really sure how I was going to start off at the beginning of the show. And yeah, we are running about 10 minutes late, but it's okay. We are going to run 10 minutes over because uh, we did have some technical difficulties here in the studio, but we are up and going now. Uh, <laughs> David Hogg, um, you know, uh, Mina May brought up a very good point on Centerpiece about AOC saying that she was at the Capitol riots when they took place and she was nowhere near that. And I said, oh, like David Hogg. And then I realized, well, you know what? How about I just start off the show with David Hogg? Now, if you guys don't know who David Hogg is, uh, David Hogg is the supposed survivor of the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas mass shooting where David Hogg wasn't even in the same building as the shooter. So apparently that makes him a survivor. But anyway, he is stepping down from March for Our Lives a group that he helped create with his fellow schoolmates, which was just another gun control group that sought to strip you of your constitutionally protected right. Now, Hogg is trying to get in a pillow fight with Mike Lindell, the owner of the My Pillow Company. In fact, David Hogg is starting his own pillow company. Now... <laughs> I know what you're thinking. I, I've been watching this kid all week on Twitter. And I mean, I, I just literally like, wow, this guy just gets dumber by the day. And yet for some strange reason, for some goofy reason, people still want to follow this guy. I mean, there are people that are going to buy his pillow, even if it totally sucks, just because he's David Hogg. Now, He's stepping down from March for Our Lives, but this is what he had to say because apparently this pillow fight has gotten even more serious. This is an article here. Parkland shooting survivor, supposedly, David Hogg has stepped down from his gun control advocacy group in the wake of his public spat with conservative MyPillow CEO Mike Lindell. Hog20 announced on Twitter on Thursday that he is taking a leave of absence from his position as a board member for March for Our Lives. He said this in a tweet, quote, I am going to take time to focus on my school, my passions, and my overall well-being. Hogg went on to allude that to his public confrontation with Lindell last week when he said he'd take the conservative on by launching his own competitive pillow company. He said, quote, I feel I must acknowledge that some of my recent actions have undermined my peers within the movement. He's talking about March for Our Lives, explaining his departure from the group. He said, to my fellow organizers and those I love most, I want to express my deepest apologies. You have been there for me through some of the roughest times of my life, and I always want to thank you for your continued practice of holding me accountable. Fellow activists who do have the platform or privilege that I have reminded me that this work takes unwavering commitment. Hogg left unsaid whether he is stepping down significantly to take on Lindell. But let's be honest here, folks. He spent so much time on Twitter this week, and he is swearing that his company is going to wreck Mike Lindell. This despite the serious discrepancies in the type of products that he's going to have or if it's safe. But let's be honest here, folks. 
This company is nothing more than another excuse for activism. So far, he spent so much time this week working out how his company will fund progressive groups than working on how he's actually going to make any kind of money. I mean, folks, I've even joked on Twitter saying that I would start my own pillow company just to do the complete opposite of what he's doing. But this raises questions. What does this mean for the gun control group that he helped create? And to be completely honest with you, Hogg has been one of the most public faces of the March for Our Lives movement. He's one of the most likely to be asked questions by the media, the one most likely to draw attention, all of that. With him gone, the group has lost their loudest voice. However, though, I don't think that's such a bad thing for David Hogg to leave. Because Hogg is incredibly stupid when he doesn't understand what he's talking about. You know, he has often opened his mouth about guns, and so much of what he said has made my job easier debunking them that I really don't even have to work hard when David Hogg makes the news about something. With him out of the picture, it could actually help the group because they'll be able to stay on a particular point and keep a particular part of that limelight out of their business and follow their work. This is going to hurt them fundraising for short term if they can claim a few victories soon, like when Biden starts signing executive orders on gun control, which is coming, that this might just be they might actually, March for Our Lives might actually be taken more seriously now with Hogg out of the picture than when Hogg was in the picture. I'd, this is what I think, though, as far as this pillow company goes. I think that his pillow company will completely tank in two years, or he's going to abandon his uh, progressive pledges, or he'll take a big fat red pill after learning business doesn't morph to the ways of the progressives. Business doesn't work that way. Capitalism doesn't work that way. So I think he's going to get a real rude awakening here. Now, I want to share what A.W.R. Hawkins wrote because his David Hogg's fellow March for Our Lives co-founder Cameron Caskey reacted to him uh, David Hogg's launch for his pillow company. And he said that it is, quote-unquote, embarrassing. Now, the Daily Mail reported that Hogg launched the pillow company as a progressive rival to Mike Lindell. Hogg said Mike isn't going to know what hit him. The pillow fight is just getting started. And Cameron Kasky responded to this. And he said in his, this is what he tweeted on February 10th, quote, To those of you who've marched, donated, lobbied, and called for change, I am so sorry for what this has turned into. This is embarrassing. Kasky also tweeted, To those who of you claiming I'm jealous of the pillow griff, I was actually offered free shares as soon as I started tweeting about it. I just declined because while I'm kind of a gifter, I'm not that much of a gifter. Daily Mail suggested Caskey was not alone in criticizing David Hogg for his criticism with the gun control group. And David Hogg responded. Listen to this, folks. You're going to love this. He responded on February 10th, quote, To all of those questioning my intentions sincerely, F off. 
I refuse to feel guilty about wanting to help people and feed myself and pay for therapy. You may not agree with how I do, but ultimately I know what my inventions are are to help people. I'll prove it. Mike Lindell, of course, responded to Hogg's announcement by indicating that he is welcome to competition. Folks, what we're seeing right here is your typical whiny, progressive kid that David Hogg is. The minute he got any kind of criticism, because it's like, look, dude, you know, you're you're out here embarrassing yourself. You're supposed to be a leader of a national gun control group, and you're just embarrassing. And I mean, let's be honest, the fact that March for Our Lives has had David Hogg as one of their leaders for the three years after the tragedy at Parkland, it was embarrassing in and of itself. I mean, this guy was actively campaigning for Canadians to donate money to campaigns, which is against the law. You know, he doesn't know what he's talking about when it comes to guns. He's just, David Hogg was always that type of person who just wanted his 15 minutes of fame. And now that he's had his 15 minutes of fame, the relevancy has been going down. Nobody cares what David Hogg has to think anymore. All they see is, ah, this is just a whiny little teenager. Well, he's 20 years old now, so I guess he's just he's a whiny 20-year-old. But the fact of the matter is, is that he thinks that just by being progressive, that's going to help his business out. He's going to get a rude awakening. When you start a business, you've got to give a good product. If you don't give a good product like Mike Lindell, Mike Lindell has sold millions of my pillows. In fact, me and Samantha have my pillows. They're that comfortable. And we got our my pillows our my pillows before we even knew Mike Lindell was even conservative. We didn't know what Mike Lindell's political views were. We just liked the product. But David Hogg thinks that his name recognition is going to spell dollar signs for him. He's going to be in for a rude awakening when it comes to that. And March for Our Lives, like I said, they're probably going to be in better shape now that Hogg's gone. Because when David Hogg says something stupid, usually we go, these are the people that are running March for Our Lives. These are the people that want to take your guns. These are the people who don't believe you have a right to own a firearm. And yet, here you go. (laughs) Here you go. I mean, this is the funny thing. David Hogg, 20 years old, thinks that just because he's David Hogg, he's going to make money. Folks, I know 16-year-olds and 13-year-olds who don't believe that. They know that they have to go out and work for it. They're not just going to be handed something just because of their name. Or just because of what they stand up for. it doesn't. The world doesn't work that way. If you don't offer a good product, you're not going to make money. It's that simple. Apparently, he doesn't see it that way. But, of course, we are talking about David Hogg. Alright, folks, we're going to step away for a timeout. When we get back, we are going to get into talking about the White House and Joe Biden and how they are admitting they are prepping for gun control. So you guys are going to want to stick around for that. We'll see you on the other side of the break. 
Looking for a new firearm, but don't know where to start? Well, look no further than Taurus. Taurus has a variety of firearms, from revolvers to semi-automatics. These firearms include the Defender 856, the G2C, the all-new G3, and the TX-22 2019's Guns and Ammo Handgun of the Year. Taurus firearms are reliable and reasonably priced. Go to TaurusUSA.com to browse their selection of firearms. Taurus Firearms, designed to protect. Hello folks, Jason Reeve here. As you know, I am a proud supporter of the National Concealed Carry Association. The NCCA exists to serve the Second Amendment community by providing a nationwide network of Second Amendment advocates, offer elite self-defense and concealed carry training from the nation's top instructors, and provide rock-bottom prices on the best selection of gear and accessories. The NCCA serves those who honor and value our God-given right to own a firearm and endeavors to promote a community that is welcoming to all firearms owners of all experience levels. The National Concealed Carry Association provides its members the absolute lowest prices on gear, guns, and ammo. NCCA members enjoy shopping thousands of products with zero dealer markup, receive gear quickly and cost-effectively with unlimited free shipping, and keep more money in their pockets with zero credit card processing fees. However, the NCCA seeks not only to unite and fortify gun owners by offering the best gear at the lowest prices, but also by providing our community with the latest insight on guns, gear, and ammunition important industry and political news, interviews, and tips from top-level certified instructors, as well as best practices for military and police personnel. The NCCA encourages safe, responsible, concealed carry, and celebrates those who are brave enough to protect not only themselves, but their families and their communities. We believe that every brave man and woman who takes on the responsibility of carrying concealed should be honored and thanked for their dedication to not only keeping themselves safe, but also protecting their family, loved ones, communities, and country from all threats, foreign and domestic. For those that protect and defend, we thank you. We are your people. To learn more about the NCCA sign up as a new member, please visit www.nc.org. National Concealed Carry Association dot com slash join. The Second Amendment Foundation is one of the most important gun rights organizations winning lawsuits at the state and local level. But we need your help. Join or donate at saf.org and help us win back your gun rights. of the American Gun Show is brought to you by Taurus Firearms. Now back to the voice of freedom, Jason Reeve. All right, folks, welcome back to the show. And the White House is admitting that it is prepping for gun control. Now, folks, look, we talked about this right after the Georgia Senate runoffs and anti-gun groups were going crazy 
about how they had their guy in the White House. They kept the majority in the House, and they took control of the Senate with the tiebreaker. This is never going to be a better opportunity to pass gun safety measures than they have now. Now, the inauguration came and went, and Joe Biden has been signing a flurry of executive orders. Folks, I was listening to Centerpiece earlier with Mina May, and Joe Biden has signed, you're you're not going to believe this, 52 executive orders. Yes, I said that correctly. He has signed 52 executive orders. That is insane. This is the same guy who said that presidents that sign executive orders are dictators and not presidents. Well, looks like King Joe is going to keep signing these executive orders. Well, the inauguration came and went, and we were expecting, and I'm going to be honest with you folks, I was expecting gun control executive orders to happen within the first week. And so far, all these executive orders have had nothing to do with gun control. And the anti-gun crowd was getting very, very nervous because they thought, man, he's not going to keep his promise that he, he, you know, he promised all of us. Well, it seems that their wait is soon to be over. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki opened her daily briefing Thursday. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, By announcing President Biden's domestic policy advisor, Susan Rice, and other officials will be working on gun control policies over the next coming weeks. She said, quote, Yesterday, senior members of the Biden team's domestic policy advisor, Susan Rice, and White House Public Engagement Director Cedric Richmond hosted a virtual discussion with leaders of gun violence prevention groups to discuss our shared goals. The very gun violence prevention organization's name for James Brady was part of that decision, along with Giffords, Everytown for Gun Safety, and Moms Demand Action. These organizations all have a critical role to play, saying more information about next steps will be provided soon. Last year, we saw a historic spike in homicides across America, and we know gun violence is a in our cities disproportionately affects black and brown individuals. Last month, we saw near record increases in gun sales. Gun violence prevention groups are gun control groups whose members support gun confiscation of lawfully purchased firearms. The groups named are rabid anti-Second Amendment. Further, Pisaki did not explain why homicides were on the rise last year, which directly correlated with the left's defund the police movement. You notice how she left that stuff out, right? Well, Town Hall's Katie Pavlich also noted that Pisaki failed to acknowledge that the reason we know there were near-record increases of gun sales was because of federally mandated background checks. 
In other words, there's absolutely no reason to suspect increased gun sales led to increased homicides. If anything, the increase in homicides is leading to the increase in gun sales. Look, I've spoken to several law enforcement officials about the kinds of homicides they're seeing. Most of them tell me are gang-related. Most of them are, are However, the result of someone investigating a bump in the night and ending up getting shot for it, that doesn't happen that often. People following the local news will note this trend in their communities and decide they need a firearm, so they go out and buy one. We have seen that all year long, folks. When you had people going, when you had Black Lives Matter and Antifa out in the streets rioting, burning businesses down, which, by the way, the left was encouraging, saying, oh, they're just peaceful protesters. You know, the guy from MSNBC standing in front of a burning building saying that it's mostly a peaceful protest. You had other politicians talking about taking away the police, defund them, get rid of the police. They don't do any good. All they do is kill black people. Well, guess what? A lot of people went and bought guns. Particularly, people in black and brown communities went and bought guns. But this is something that Biden's team is not going to look at. They're they're not going to give it even a glance. Instead, they are going to treat each and every one of us as if we are deadly criminals. He's already made his anti-gun agenda clear. He can't differentiate between law-abiding gun owners and the senseless killers that are on our streets. That is what is going to happen. He He is not looking at you and me who own guns for because it's our right because we have them for protection he looks at us as everyday criminals just as mom's demand action does just as brady does just as everybody else you can look at you could go on twitter and see that these people look at us as domestic terrorists they've went as far as to say that the nra was responsible for what happened on january 6th when people storm the Capitol. They say the NRA is responsible for what happened in that plot to kidnap Governor Whitmer. These are the people that Joe Biden's talking to. These are the people. He ain't, Trust me, he ain't talking to Alan Gottlieb of the Second Amendment Foundation. He ain't talking with Mark Walters. He ain't talking with people like me. He's talking with people like Shannon Watts and Chris Brown. He's talking with people like David Hogg. We have been telling you guys for months, the war on your Second Amendment is coming. And you know, I was thinking about this when I was listening to Centerpiece a little bit earlier uh, tonight. You know, we look at Joe Biden and he said that a president who, who does nothing but sign executive orders, well, they're a dictator. They're not a president. He signed 52 of them, folks. I've said this numerous times. When you have a government that is trying to take away your constitutionally protected right, you need to ask yourself, what is it about their agenda that requires you to be disarmed? 
Mina May has said numerous times chatting into this show, once the Second Amendment is gone, there is nothing to stop the government from doing what they want to do. It's not her direct quote, that's a paraphrase. But the point being, she's absolutely right. We have talked about this for months. We talked, hell, we talked about it all last year. This is what was coming. This is what was going to happen if you didn't get out and vote. And I know some of you, hey, the election was stolen. And you know what? I'm right there with you. But here's, here's the little caveat. This is what separates me and you. Was there fraud that took place in the election? Yes, there was. Was there enough fraud to overturn the election? I don't know. I don't know if there is any kind of fraud that w- would overturn the election. There's always been fraud in every election. But the fact of the matter is, by the way the tech companies acted and everyone else in between, we told you that this was coming. We told you. We told you it was coming. You guys didn't want to believe us. Ah, come on, Jason. You know, Joe Biden's not going to be that bad. He's not like that evil Donald Trump. Yeah, just wait till these executive orders start coming out. He already wants to charge you a tax for your magazines and the guns that you have. He wants to put it under the NFA. Oh, but he's not going to do that, Jason. He already said he's going to do that. He's already signed executive orders that have taken this country back 10 years or 60 years. When this guy, his first week in office, this guy cost jobs, destroyed women's rights, and admitted he had no plan for COVID. Which is funny because that's what he spent his entire campaign hiding in the basement telling you. I have a plan for COVID. If you elect me, I will stop COVID. You know what his plan for COVID is? Wear a mask. Well, shit, we've been doing that all year. We've been doing that for the better part of a year. And guess what? COVID's still raging. You think Joe Biden would have got a vaccine? No. He would have told you, wear a mask. This is the kind of crap that we've been telling you is was going to happen. I've been telling you this. My co-hosts on Center or uh, Current Pulse have been telling you this. My friends on Armed American Radio, Centerpiece, Gun Talk. We've all been telling you this. We've all been telling you this for the better part of a year. Most of you understood that. But some of you out there were like, man, you know, I just don't like the way Trump talks. I don't like the way Trump acts. Well, guess what? Now you have to deal with Joe Biden. And you want to know something? Those union workers that got laid off, those union workers that endorsed Biden and got laid off, I don't feel bad for you. I'm sorry. I'm not a compassionate person when you do when we we are telling you what Joe Biden is going to do. We are telling you what he stands for and you say, "Oh, that's not going to happen." And it happened. 
And now guess what? Now you're all pissed off that it happened? I'm sorry. I don't feel bad for you. We'll be back after this. Hey everyone, Nick Messer, the voice of reason here. I would like to invite you to come and listen to my show, Centerpiece. Centerpiece is a weekly podcast where we explore current issues and expose the political hypocrisy on the left and the right. I go live at 8 p.m. Central Time every Saturday evening right here on Spreaker.com. Come check it out. Are you looking to protect yourself? Having a gun, ammo, and supplies is great. However, you also need to protect yourself. That's where Safe Life Defense Body Armor comes in. Safe Life has all types of concealable multi-threat body armor from soft uniform, first responder, and tactical multi-threat body armor. They even have enhanced armor for spike and stab protection up to 36 joules and taser protection. Warranties include a five-year for ballistic panels and two years for plate carriers. With these uncertain times, why not have protection for yourself? Visit safelifedefense.com to view their selections. Hello folks, Jason Reeve here. As a veteran, I thought I knew a lot about guns until I joined the USCCA. I then realized how much I didn't know about guns or concealed carry. The training I got from the USCCA not only helped my marksmanship, but also my decision-making and my confidence. If you are in need of this life-saving training, it's simple. All you have to do is go to uscca.com to begin your path to becoming a responsibly armed American. A big part of the concealed carry lifestyle is carrying your firearm at all times. This can be difficult if you don't have the right holster. I've tried many holsters with minimum success. Then I tried the cloak tuck, an inside the waistband holster made by Alien Gear Holsters. They also make the Shape Shift Holster Series, have lifetime warranties, and are made right here in the USA. Visit AlienGearHolsters.com to browse their selections and find the best holster for your lifestyle. Are you looking for a versatile and unique face shield? Alpha Defense Gear has you covered. Head on over to their website at alphadefensegear.com where you will find everything from face shields, arm sleeves, hats, and more. They even have gear for your dog, which I love because I like to spoil the official American Gun mascot, Chloe. This segment of the American Gun Show is brought to you by the United States Concealed Carry Association. Visit uscca.com to begin your path to becoming a responsibly armed American. All right, folks, welcome back to the show, and we're going to stick on Joe Biden because we we know executive orders are coming. We don't know specifically when they're go- when they're going to happen. We don't know what they're going to look like, but we know they're coming. It could be just a matter of days. Could be a matter of weeks. 
Gun rights organizations are already getting out front of the impending attack on our right to keep and bear arms with a pledge to take on any executive order that treads on our Second Amendment constitutionally protected rights. Alan Gottlieb, the founder of the Second Amendment Foundation, said his group has launched a national television ad campaign focused on Biden's gun proposals. He said, quote, legislation is going to be a heavy lift because we are pulling out all the stops. Anything he does by executive order that is an overreach, we will file suit in court. Now, Gottlieb's quote is a larger part of a Wall Street Journal story on Biden's gun control agenda and the strategy to enact it. While administrative sources are keeping their plans under wraps, at least one control a- uh, gun control advocate is hinting that the early actions will come through executive order and not legislation. Now, gun control supporters argue the political landscape has shifted in their favor, citing broad support from Democrats as well as public backing for some measures, like expanded background checks, also known as as universal background checks. Still, any legislation would likely need to win 60 votes in the Senate, which is currently at a 50-50 split, and it isn't clear if there is support for that. This is what the Brady Christian Hayes, Vice President of Policy at the Brady Center to Prevent Gun Violence, said, quote, I think it's very clear that people on both sides of the aisle are incredibly hungry for these policies. I think you will have Republicans and Democrats vote on background checks. I do not know if we have 60 votes. Jim Kessler, Executive Vice President for Policy of the Think Tank Third Way, worked for then-Representative Chuck Schumer during the gun control push of the early 90s. He said there was backlash over restricting access to so-called assault weapons. He said, quote, I think expanding background checks is safe. It's also significant. I think the assault weapons ban raises emotions in ways where the political outcome is less predictable. This so-called universal background check bill is the legislative agenda item that is most likely to get candidates to move in Congress, at least at this moment. Gun control activists point to the measure's popularity in public polling, which emboldens anti-gun politicians, though they ignore the fact that they support the issue tends to top the more voters have the opportunity to study the issue. In 2016, for example, a background check referendum in Maine failed to get a 50% approval in 2016, despite gun control advocates like Michael Bloomberg pouring millions of dollars into campaigns to pass the measure. Now, nationally, gun control advocates say that the background check polls are often above 80%, but a Yale University study early this year attributed some of that misinformation, saying that more than two-fifths of Americans think universal background checks are already the law. Yeah, they actually think that universal background checks is already law. When we actually able to explain that background check bill covering the private transfer of firearms could criminalize selling a gun to a longtime neighbor or loaning a gun to a friend for hunting, recreation, or even self-defense could turn a legal gun owner into criminals, support tends to plunge. I'm sure that Maryland's new law requiring background checks on private transfers of rifles and shotguns will pull well. For example, 
But if voters understood that violations of background check laws could result in a 10-year prison sentence when stealing a gun in Maryland carries a a maximum six-month jail term, they might feel a little different about the law's uh, value. Yeah, think about that for a second, folks. It's about keeping the guns out of bad people's hands, right? But yet, if you steal a gun in the state of Maryland, you get a six-month jail sentence. But yet, you can spend 10 years in prison while stealing a gun or, or, or um, by violating the background check law in Maryland. You can spend 10 years in prison, but yet, by stealing a gun, you only get a maximum of six months in jail. Yeah, makes a whole lot of sense, right, folks? The anti-gun media and the gun banning politicians, they're going to do what they're going to do. They're going to do everything they can to spin up support and say that the majority of Americans support this because, folks, they these people do not tell you the truth. They don't. You know, a lot of times when you, you look at a survey and they talk about uh, expanded background checks, for, in, for instance, okay? Oh, well, we're going to do expanded background checks. Well, guess what? They already think that that's there. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense, right, folks? All right, folks, that's going to do it for hour one of the American Gun Show. We'll be back at the top of the hour for hour two. Until then, take care of one another, stay safe, and remember, it's our rights, our fight. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.